everybody. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast that is being retorted by two people who are eating turkeys. That's true. They're really good. <laughs> <laughs> their score. Yeah, their store bar oh, turkeys. Yeah. I beat up two store bars in like a plastic bag with a rolling pin. Nice. I had a really good Putin last night. But they didn't bring me my soft drink. Fuck. I was upset. You're enjoying the benefits of uh, hanging out in La Belle Province. Absolutely. Your cat sitting. Yes, I'm in, cat sitting. In my area, taking advantage of the local flavors. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am stupid bitch yesterday i was at work and we were working on a building that's owned by like fleming okay like the big landlord or whatever in ottawa yeah and um i was telling my coworkers about how mike used to live in a fleming building and a, a lady who lived down the hall from him died in her apartment and nobody found her for three days and then her dog ate her and <laughs> tenants of the apartment building were walking past as I was telling my coworkers this and they were like oh my god what and I was like okay well I could tell you the story because it wasn't this building <laughs> so you told like a bunch of people yeah I told like five like tenants of the apartment building that we were working on this extraordinarily gruesome story about what happened in a different building that was owned by their landlord and then someone we know moved into that unit yeah and that then was... she tried to hang herself in her apartment <laughs> I know. I told her. I was like, it was the ghost. (laughs) I need to get out of there. Does she still live there? She hasn't been there since the beginning of COVID, but she's still technically paying rent. Where does she live? She's in Newfoundland. Oh, she's in Newfoundland. Okay. Good choice. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) My daughter was like... Dog lovers would say that wouldn't happen. I was like, okay, I get it. You don't like dogs, but anyone who owns pets knows that if you died, they would eat you. Of course. It's a cat fine. would too. Yeah. Dog would. Probably a lizard would if it was free range lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about the free range lizard? No. My mom used to work at this like pet depot in Montreal. Mm-hmm. It was like a warehouse where they would ship animals to other pet stores. Yeah. And they went to a Christmas party at her co-worker's house, and he had an iguana as a pet. Mm-hmm. That was, like, free range in the apartment, because you can litter train them. So it had, like, its own room. I would be so scared. She didn't know it was going to be I there. I just, like, yeah, if I just, like, was using the bathroom, and then all of a sudden I looked over, and there was just an iguana on the wall. In the shower. Yeah. Like, there, it was a big yeah, iguana. Yeah, you open the... The shower and your iguana is there, and then it's like, what are you gonna do if your iguana is just in the shower when you need a shower? Team? He's using it. <laughs> That's like you can train cats to like poop into your toilet directly. Yeah. But it's like okay, but like, what do you do if like you have to shit, but you can't because your cat is shitting? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Well, hurry up. You, you draw straws and whoever gets the short one has to shit in the same kind ass. In the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if your cat is shitting when you're shitting? Uh, presumably the same thing you do if your roommate is shitting when you need to shit and you only have one bathroom. You wait. 
sit on their lap. I <laughs> know. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, I promised that on the podcast this week, my coworker, who is my favorite coworker, but also my least favorite coworker, <laughs> she was the iconic coworker, <laughs> um, quit this week without giving notice, which is like whatever. I don't really care. But um, now I can talk about her on the podcast, which is sweet. So, um, my stint is just like, it's extremely crazy. But, <laughs> okay, this is what she, she came up to me this week and she was like, I decided I'm going to try dating my tennis partner. And I was like, you have a tennis partner? And she was like, yeah, he gave me a houseplant, so I had sets with him. I think my love language is receiving gifts. <laughs> Was this the guy that she gets up at like 7 a.m. every weekend to play tennis with him, remember, but they don't fuck? Yeah, remember yeah. when I was like, it's psychosexual that has a tennis partner that she wakes up and plays tennis against for two hours every Sunday morning yeah. at 7 a.m. And you were like, yeah, that is psychosexual. Anyways, we were right. She did fuck him. <laughs> she gave him a houseplant, so she had sex with him. Great. <laughs> we knew what that a, she was easy, but like, okay. She's really, <laughs> yeah. really easy. <laughs> Which is funny because she's a bitch. I know. It's a weird combination. And frigid, but like, desperate. I think that like, well, maybe one invites the other because it's like if you're really mean, you kind of have to take what you can get. But also, men can tolerate people being really mean to them in the short term until they get the pussy and then they'll just take off. Okay, true. I wonder if she'll lose her tennis partner over this. <laughs> over having sex with him? Yeah. Like, he'll be like, because finally. he gave her a house plant. Yeah. That is a dark. What kind of plant was it? Like, I need to know. Was it like a. Like, you know, well, here's the, the thing because plant? some house plants are like, you know, like 20 bucks yeah. at Ikea. And then you can get like the really big ones that are like $200 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have to assume it was small. Yeah. And is it like, is it like a nice one that's like going to stay nice or is it ugly? Is it like a it, spider plant or like a shitty fern? Because if it was a really bi- big and expensive plant, she would have showed me a picture. Yeah, true. It was probably like a fucking. Succulent. And I would have been like, okay, fine. Goods and services were exchanged. <laughs> he probably got her like an aloe plant or something. Yeah, I know. Ugh. I'm so upset about that. My love language is receiving gifts. gifts. <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's like the gift that she received of that guy taking the bus for two hours to go on a date with her. She was like, I'll date him again because he spent two hours on the bus. It's like, what if we just had sets with people that we were attracted to? Concept. And then she was like, I'm not really attracted to him, so I need to make it clear that we're not going to have sets every time we play tennis. And I was like, how does it come up that you would have sex after you played tennis if you play tennis at seven in the morning? I'm not really attracted to him, but she's going to try and dating him. What? <laughs> she's like, so I'm just going to keep him around and like have sex with him when I feel like it. I was like... Like normal. (laughs) Okay. The other thing that happened was... And this is relevant to something else that we have to talk about. She got in the truck with me and she said, have you heard of the song W.A.P.? 
And I was like, no. <laughs> like a liar. <laughs> and she was like, okay, do you like rap? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, really? And then she's like, but do you like, like, explicit rap? And I was like, yes. And then she's like, okay, but this is, like, really explicit. I was like, okay. Like, (laughs) does she want you to say no? I don't know what she was, like, inferring about me as a person by thinking that I uh, don't like rap or I have a problem with swear words, question mark. She's a big, I listen to gangster rap on my way to the farmer's market, girl. I was like, do you think I'm a prude or do you think I'm a racist? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she was like, okay, so I was listening to Trevor Noah's podcast. (laughs) And they started talking about this song, WAP, and how it's, like, really feminist and empowering that men usually talk in these really specially explicit and objectifying ways in rap songs, but this song has two women doing it. And I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. (laughs) On my own time. (laughs) So, now every time I hear that song, I think of her. (coughs) And also, she... (laughs) Months ago, she was like, I'm obsessed with Trevor Noah. And... (laughs) Then she got in a fight with her friend about it because her friend was like, are you obsessed with Trevor Noah or do you just fetishize black (laughs) men? wicked web i can't even explain this and then she was like i don't know i'm just obsessed with trevor noah and then she was like she came into work the next day and she was like i pre-ordered trevor noah's book and i was like okay and then she's like i read trevor noah's book in three hours last night i was like wow and then she's like i'm gonna lend it to you and she's like you like to read books she's like i'm gonna lend it to you i was like fuck (laughs) so i was like okay fuck but then so she gave it to me and I like accepted it to be nice but then I didn't want to return it because I didn't want to read it yeah but then I also didn't want to yeah I knew that if I gave it back to her she'd ask me questions about it and it would become really clear that I hadn't read it and maybe I should have just leaned into it and acted like you know I'm too stupid to finish a book or something yeah but anyways, she quit. And then the day after she quit, she sent me a text message that said, hey, I'm really going to need that Trevor Noah book back at some point. That's so insane. And I was like, okay, no problem. And she's like, no rush. It's just technically my mom's book. What? What? I thought she pre-ordered it. You know what I think she did? What? I think she pre-ordered it and she got her mom a gift that she actually wanted herself because uh. she was living with her mom at the time. So she was probably like, look, mom, I got you this book and then read it herself and then was like, mom, it's your book. Oh, my God. You know, like when I bought Mike like a full set set of matte makeup brushes and was like, look, look Mike. Look, your gift. <laughs> Exactly the same. 
<laughs> I can't believe she was still like texting you guys after she quit though. She's texting my foreman like obsessively being like, How's work? What's work like today? It's like You don't work just here. because we're uh we don't work together anymore doesn't mean we can't be friends. And it's like, dude, are you like regretting your decision to quit? Like what's going on? Like here? why are you curious about what work's like? You know what work is like. You used to work here. Just imagine. <laughs> Close your eyes and picture that you're wearing steel toe boots. (laughs) And talking about clean eating. (laughs) Oh, God. (coughs) Presumably your foreman doesn't want to be friends with her, though, right? (coughs) Well, the thing is, like, none of us hunt out outside of work anyways. So it's like, why would we hang out outside of work when we're not... Working, working together anymore. Yeah. And me and my coworker who quit, like, you know, she probably did get along better with my foreman than she did with me. They're closer in age. Yeah. Also, um, like, well, she's directly in between my age and my foreman's age. Okay. But, like, we had a, an extreme, like, personality clash. Yeah. And normally I was, like, too polite to say anything about it. But one time, like, whatever word you said, if it reminded her of a song, she would start singing the song. And one time I was like, so do you save this behavior for work? Or do you just do it in all situations? And she's like, oh, my God, I just do it all the time. And I was like... Damn. <laughs> my favorite. And then my foreman was like, so you guys should never hang out outside of work. And I was like. No. <laughs> I'd rather kill myself than be willingly spend time around someone who like. I can't even think of an example, but it was like always. She's always singing some song that would be on like a Spotify play match like summer work party barbecue Ugh. don't sing like nobody wants that my favorite story of hers was when she talked about how she went on a date with a greek guy and said it like he was like not white (laughs) oh yeah she's like i just hate basic white guys it's like hey you're a basic white girl so that makes sense (laughs) um but she's like it was a you know when someone is like too into dating people who aren't white. Yeah. It's fine. You know, you can be attracted to whoever you want, of course, but it's like, it sounds weird if the first thing that you tell me about your partner is their race Race, or ethnicity. Well, there's a whole type of girl, like white, basic white girl that like only dates brown guys. That's, well, that's was kind of the vibe. She's like, and I'm going out with this guy, and he's Egyptian, and I'm going out with this guy, and he's Syrian, and I'm going out this with this guy, and he's Greek. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't let her get her hands on Mike, or she'll, she'll t- let, tell him he's allowed to call himself a POC now. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the other day... Somebody commented on like an Instagram picture of us and they were, she was like, you guys are starting to look alike. And I was like, thanks, we're both Greek. 
And then it turns out she was Dreed. And she was like, next time I'm, I'm in town, you're going to have to make me like Jimista or something. And I was like, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not Dreed. I don't know what Jimista is. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> fuck. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mike was like, it's okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Then it's like, if I ever have to meet this friend of his, I'll have to be like, by the way, I'm not actually Dreed. I'm sorry. It's just a bit. I'm sorry. I know that you're Dreed. I didn't know you were Greek at the time. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, Anyways. Uh, I'm having a good week also. My cat finally decided to start acting normal. Huge. He sits on the couch next to me and lets me pet him. He shows me his belly. I decided that he's a Leo, officially. Mm-hmm. So, big things. <laughs> <laughs> I had a migraine, so I took a THC pill, and then I got really high and hyper-focused on doing my hair for six hours. But your hair looks amazing. Thanks. So. It's because I was high. <laughs> So you really, really focused in. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was, like, watching 90 Day Fiance, and I was like, I don't think this is going to work at all. My head still hurts. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I think I've seen this part already, and I realized that I had watched the entire episode, and then it had started over. Like, it had looped halfway through the same episode, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get really high and do my makeup, and it would, like... I literally would, like just draw on my brows like a single <laughs> hair stroke at a time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they look so natural. They look so beautiful, but it took me like half an hour per eyebrow. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so late. <laughs> I was just having so much fun doing art. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I'm going to a backyard thing tonight called Claire Cella. Okay. It's a birthday party for my friend Andrew and Nicole's friend Claire who's stuck in Canada and was mm. supposed to go to Oceaga and can't oh, and she's yeah. from England and now she just has to be here because she can't go home. Oh no. Um, ten people are invited and we're doing mocktails so I posted on the Facebook page. Oh, I was like. so cute. It is cute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like is there a lookbook for Claire Cella? And Nicole sent me a Pinterest board that was like literal Coachella and Oceaga fits and I was like okay cool so we're doing Coachella we're yeah okay Coachella. yeah well your hair's already there it's Fucking, good dude I was working on campus yesterday and so many literal e-girls walked past I was like I didn't know that 19 year olds actually dress like this in the wild because there were like lots of big pants little shirt chain big pants little shirt like grayish blue hair like a girl who was wearing like a little tank top dress over like a turtleneck a long sleeve turtleneck people actually dress like that apparently (laughs) also oh my god so like i said the building that i was uh, i was working on like famously prolific landlord in ottawa (laughs) like he owns like a yeah most of the luxury buildings yeah like around downtown and stuff um but and fuck you michael fleming um (laughs) but um like the rent is presumably quite expensive 
in his properties, hence why they're actually having people do work on them as opposed to, you know, the rent difference in my apartment building where it's like the weeds out front are taller than me. Yeah. They're not getting professional walkways put in or anything like that. Um, But I watched a girl Uber Eats Starbucks to her door while I knew in full confidence that the nearest Starbucks was a 400 meter round trip. Yeah. Do you know where we were? We were at the corner of uh, Russell and Laurier, the okay. new, the new Starbucks that's near. It's in the basement of that the bottom floor of that student building. Now there's like a gym and there's a Starbucks. No, no, no. There's like a Domino's um, on Laurier and Ferenz. Yeah. Do you know where I'm yeah. talking about? Yep. Yeah. So it's like literally there. It's 10 minutes. It will be five minutes to walk to Starbucks and five minutes to walk back. Oh my God. I was like, this is extremely embarrassing. At the end of Laurier in Mm -hmm. that huge building on the corner of like Coburg and Laurier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, close to there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I lived like right near Strathcona Park and people used to get the wackest shit delivered. And this was, like, before Uber Eats. Like, it was, like, only skip the dishes and stuff. And people get psycho shit delivered. Like a single Diet Pepsi. Yeah, like, dumb <laughs> ice cream. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know if it's that, like, students don't spend their own money or if they're just really stupid with money. They're just bad with money. To yeah. clarify, the building that I lived in was mostly retired people. Okay. And they're also stupid with money. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, how come my Christmas check is only 50 bucks, Grandpa? Stop getting stop ice, cream ice cream <laughs> to your heritage building. <laughs> Expensive rent. <clears throat> Anyways, should we talk about stuff? Let's talk about Do stuff. Do we have this podcast to talk about stuff? Not really, sometimes, but usually not. <laughs> Oh my god, guys, another podcast about nothing. <laughs> so, um, California is having their wildfire season, as they do every summer. Mm-hmm. And the major problem that they're having with controlling the fires this year is that all of the firefighters who normally deal with the wildfires um, are inmates that get paid Mm -hmm. like 10 cents an hour to fight fires and they all have coronavirus because california left it like unchecked in their prisons and just like didn't do anything to reduce the spread right so like between the fact that some people have been like early released Mm -hmm. because of coronavirus and the fact that they also left it super unchecked in the california prison system so there are some people who actually like can't be around other people because they have coronavirus or might have been exposed to it yeah there's like no inmate inmate firefighters basically yeah it's sucks for everyone who's gonna lose their homes but it would be nice if they would let inmate firefighters apply for firefighting jobs after they get out of prison they're banned from doing that even though they get all the training yeah so that doesn't really maybe all of those early release people could have been working as real firefighters in the regular population and they would have more people outside (laughs) yeah it kind of seems like the uh 
the intent of the program is like intentional subjugation when it's like you have an obvious solution to, to your problem. problem and the only barrier is that you want to fuck over people who've been in contact with the law. Literally. It's <laughs> like slavery. Like they're like, well, these people are probably going to die. So whatever. Fuck it. We don't well, care. Well, that's the other thing. They're also paying them 10 cents an hour for extremely dangerous work. A job where people get danger pay, normally. Yes, the reason why, you know, like, when you accept any job that's high-paying and doesn't require a lot of, you know, like, you can do it if you're willing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, sets work or, you know selling drugs or working in the mines or fighting fires or whatever you have to understand that like the price the reason why those jobs are relatively high paying is because you're accepting a huge amount of risk of course yeah right so it's insane it's not surprising but it's insane that even while these people are incarcerated they're still paying them like prison slavery wages. I know, it's crazy. It's so When insane. they're still risking their lives. But the problem here is like the disconnect here is that they don't consider uh, incarcerated people to be actual humans. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. like, it makes sense when you think about that. But mm-hmm. California is also pretty tough on the like three strikes law, right? Because Kamala Harris was a prosecutor in California and Mm -hmm. like obviously the really easy solution to this would be like a call to action for everyone every inmate who's been released Mm -hmm. who worked in the firefighter program when they were an inmate and being like actually we Mm -hmm. are we're gonna like not expunge but like Mm -hmm. potentially expunge your record Mm -hmm. in exchange for working as a firefighter yeah, right and now we'll during this crisis, we'll compensate you fairly, fairly, and then you'll actually be allowed to apply to be a firefighter after if you choose. Yeah, but they won't do that. Of course, but they could easily solve their own problem because they're <laughs> they're obsessed with punishment as yeah. opposed to rehabilitation, and it's like we know, like empirically, that giving people skills that they can use to make money, you know, in, quote, straight Jobs, way yeah. after they get out of prison is, you know, another step towards reducing recidivism. Of course. You know, community support, like, access to resources, <laughs> you know, a way to spend your time. Literally. Like... <laughs> the possibility of having a stable job when you're released is, like, yeah, a like, huge problem, right? Like, it's if the absolute. governor of California is listening to this podcast, I have the solution to your problems. <laughs> DM. <laughs> DM. DM for links. <laughs> Canada, like, the prison system everywhere is fucked, of course, but it's, like, at least I feel like we're moving in Canada towards trying to nod towards, like, harm reduction and reducing recidivism and rehabilitation. They are so 
fucking law and law of the law, fucking tough on crime. Well, they still have the death penalty in some states, right? Yeah, so that's insane. So punishment focused. It's crazy. It's like you don't care about what somebody does once they get out of prison as long as their life doesn't improve. Yeah, that's exactly so crazy. It's so like it's up. like about fucking people in the long term. I read this article about a guy whose wife and two teenage daughters were murdered while they were on vacation in Florida by this mm-hmm. serial killer called Oba something. Yeah, and he received the death penalty, but it took so long because he kept having like a stay of execution mm-hmm. that by the time he was actually executed, the father didn't care about the death penalty anymore. Oh like, God. when he was tried, he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there when he gets mm-hmm. the lethal injection. And then by the time the execution date actually happened, he was like, yeah, I d- decided not to go because I have work to do on the farm and I really don't care about it anymore. Like, I don't see the point. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's insane. So this person is dying for... What? Question mark. Yeah. 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 And like... I do, like, as much as I resent the conservative government in Canada for getting rid of the, like, farm work programs in prisons in Mm -hmm. Canada, like, I do think that it's good that, like, we don't have, like, programs like that where people are basically being forced to Mm -hmm. work in situations where they're, like, at a really high risk of, like, death for no money, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not good that people here can't make money while they're in prison, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know? At the same time, it's, like, good that they're not being forced. Yeah, because we have more focus on college programs and stuff. Like, we even have some programs here in Canada, like, college programs where people, like, civilians can also register for the program. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. a mixed program of, like, inmates and people who aren't inmates in the same college programs. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah, I just... Okay, I have another question. Mm Mm-hmm. Do the wildfires start because it's just, like, so dry? Yeah, a lot of or, the time it's from, like, like lightning, oh, you know, or stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes it is human-caused, but it can be from, like, anything. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, like, we don't, obviously, we don't live somewhere where it's, like, extremely dry. We don't have a lot of brush fires here. I mean, they do... In, like, BC and Alberta sometimes. When I lived out west, there was, like, a really bad forest fire. Like, there was, like, ash falling from the sky and stuff from Mm -hmm. BC, and I was in Alberta. Yeah. But, like, that one started from, yeah, an electrical storm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, like, it's just, uh, it's just sad, and it's, like, you don't want to see people lose their homes or whatever, but it's, like, this is, hopefully this just, like, shines a light on the egregious mistreatment of prisoners a in that they're forced to do firefighting jobs and b in that uh their health isn't prioritized so now they can't even be forced to do their firefighting jobs because they're sick yeah maybe people (laughs) will realize that that stuff actually affects them for once Mm. Mm. (laughs) um should we talk about well we already talked about what us pussy we did I think it's disgusting. The song? I think all really explicit rap is disgusting, though. It's not because it's women. It's because I don't like hearing it on the radio. I'm like, that's private. And I also think that the <laughs> censored version is more disgusting than the explicit version. I haven't heard the radio version. Um, I did hear that it's wet and gushy. Yeah. Which is definitely more explicit than It's horrible. Honestly, um, 
I like it. I do. I don't want to say I think it's like feminist to no. hear like <laughs> explicit lyrics, but it's like it is fun. Like the enjoyment yeah. that comes from rap is like it's fun to hear somebody bragging about having a lot of money and having a lot of sex. I think so that they I, had fun with it. It's just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, go off. Good thing I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> I'm like driving around in my work truck. I'm like, flop, flop, flop. <laughs> well, Liam makes me listen to it every time we get in the car. And him and I made a playlist that was like, wet ass pussy and like, be lang by Snow the Product. Intercut yeah. with Emily Montez tracks. So it was like Emily Montez interludes with like really explicit rap. <laughs> Soundtrack to my uh, my psychotic episode. What <laughs> your play- your playlist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Megan the Stallion is saying that she got shot by Tori Linus. Yeah, what's that about? Is that true? I don't do know. I heard some sort people of were saying that she was lying. There's some sort of beef. I don't know. I feel like she's trying to revive the like Biggie Smalls like Tupac beef you know what i mean and it's like rappers don't really shoot each other anymore (laughs) you know (laughs) it's not the same i think most rappers that talk about shooting people don't even shoot people anymore no it's still important that they talk about it though so i think snoop dogg probably shot someone but yeah but he's been around for so long he also sold cameron diaz weed when she was in high school so that really ages him that's very cool he was her weed dealer I love the lore that Snoop Dogg is obsessed with Trailer Park Boys and featured on several episodes. I know. He was also on a three-episode arc of The L Word. And Snoop Dogg has fantastic taste, taste. in television. <laughs> he the did L- an episode The L Word and Trailer like... Park Boys are probably two of the shows that I would extremely want to just feature Me on. Me too. They was. have so, like, The L Word has so many guest episodes. <laughs> like, random people. I was like, okay, Snoop Dogg. I love it when there's a guest episode of The L Word because you're like, oh my god, is that person gay? Right? Sometimes it's because they're gay and sometimes they're not. And you're like, why are you on this show then? Like, they've had, like, every, like, gay person on the show. Definitely. But then also just some other random people. <laughs> Oh my god, I just read, wait if you're listening, I just finished reading the Robin Crawford book about Whitney Houston. Yeah. And really, they were a couple dolls. They were, yeah, a In couple. the 80s. Yeah. Um, the pictures of, like, the fits. <laughs> like, Whitney Houston and then just Robin Crawford in, like, a butch bucket hat. I know. So just also red. there. <laughs> People are like, no, they weren't a couple, and it's like, Listen, it's true. They were. We know this. It like. <laughs> then why were the rumors so enduring? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Why did they have coordinated fits? Think about that. Think about that. Why did, according to the book, Whitney Houston teach Robin Crawford how to eat pussy? Just think about it. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I just watched an episode of The L Word where um, the like artist from toronto peaches was on and i was like oh my god they're literally like every fucking gay person ever like i know is on this show <laughs> it's too much remember when we were in toronto and 
my friend had been in like some sort of toxic relationship with that girl <laughs> was like on a Canadian web series or something and you were like oh my god who and I was like there's so much like Canadian lesbian lore yes. here I can't even begin to like scratch the surface she was like purposely not saying the person's name or what bar they worked at and I said is it this person and she was like yes <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I heard she's a bitch. (laughs) Oh, that was so bad. Oh, my God. Okay, also, sorry about the L word again. I saw a meme on Instagram the other day, and it was like, which, like, L word character are you? And then it had, like, a bunch of, like, different, like, lesbian terminology, like, Mm -hmm. butch, femme, Mm -hmm. and then, like, stud, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And they put, like, Bette Porter's character as, like, one of the, like, black-specific terms. Mm-hmm. Like, former stud or something. Yeah. And everybody was like, isn't that word only for black people? And everybody in the comments was arguing and being like, <laughs> Jennifer Beale is black. And then everyone's like, no, she's not. She's white passing. And everyone was like, oh my god, if you haven't seen what was she in? She was in Flashdance. Mm-hmm. They were like, if you've literally never seen Flashdance, like, do not talk about Jennifer Beals. Like, she cha- she was, like, the first, like, mixed mm-hmm. race, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. dance movie, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And people, oh my god, the comment section was a mess. They were like, she's not black. And it's like, what? She is black. Okay, you haven't seen the, the L word, and you also, yeah, I was like, oh, it's literally the main plot point. Of the first season, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I hate it when people do discourse on like it's so like race essentialist. It feels like an old drawing in like a you know like a history textbook when people are like this is what a black person looks yeah, like. like this is what an Indian person looks like yeah literally it's like it's like no I have a really racist idea of what that type of person looks like and if they don't look like it they're not that they're like what do you mean she's black she's beautiful it's like <laughs> like literally I was like Ugh. oh god <laughs> Your ass is showing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we talk about the internet? Yeah, the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Do you have a beef this week? I do, but I can't talk about it. Okay, just be angry in silence then. Okay. Do you have a beef this week? Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I kind of already got all that stuff about my coworker off my chest, but I want to talk a little bit more specifically about, uh, I talked about this briefly last week about a guy who tried to get me fired, but I want to talk about the idea of trying to get people fired mm-hmm. because you don't like them, don't like them, or even if you're like a client. And it's like a service situation or whatever. Yeah. And you think that somebody was rude to you and you provided poor service to them or whatever. Trying to get somebody fired is really such a drastic thing to do. Yeah. Thing, And people do it very, very, very flippantly. Yeah. It's like, how would you feel if someone tried to get you fired? Yeah. And how 
Do you not know that you could be, like, this person could be extremely precarious? Also, like, getting Especially, fired isn't, like, doesn't exist in a bubble. You know what I mean? Like, every time you apply for a job after that, it's mm-hmm. a potential that that employer will find out that you've been fired from a job. Yeah, of course. You know? Or you can't use them as a reference. Yeah. Or, you know, you have to lie on your resume or put gaps on your resume and whatever. Exactly. Like It doesn't exist in that bubble mm-hmm. to just get you what you want. Definitely. And also it's like, okay, so especially in a situation where somebody's like, you know, a minimum wage worker or they're like some sort of like working class person or whatever, and you try to get them fired, it's like, who's to say that you thinking that this person was rude to you who's to say that this person rolling their eyes at you and then you taking that all the way to the fucking top doesn't stop this person from paying the rent exactly and putting food on their table yeah put- possibly supporting their children Literally. being able to put gas in their car to go to their next job interviews or whatever like like there's so you many things. are a domino and And I hate that this is, like, a reaction that people have, especially when it comes down to people being like, oh, this person tweeted this online, like, find out where they work. Find out where they go to school. Yeah. It's like, holy fuck. You disagree with this person ideologically. Unless this person is, like, using hate speech and they're, like, in a field where, you know, they're going to be interacting with, like vulnerable people people or something you know what i mean it's like obviously if someone is a fucking nazi and they're in the healthcare profession or something that's that's a problem yeah right or they're someone who works saying rape is fine and they work at a university like that's that's of course that's like we understand that there are like gradations to this behavior Mm -hmm. or whatever and there's a lot of reasons why that would be concerning if somebody rolls their fucking eyes at you when you ask them to change their Starbucks drink, they don't deserve to not be able to pay their rent next month. No, and, like, everyone who works in those types of jobs, I guarantee you, does not... They always say, like, you need to have three months of savings as a cushion. How the fuck yourself. am I supposed to save money? Go fuck right? yourself. They don't have any savings, I promise you. And if they do, it was because they were going to use it for something else, like going to school or... When buying I hate, a car so they can I get a better job it. okay this is another beef i fucking hate it when people are like oh i don't have money right now and then they're like well i mean i don't want to touch my savings it's like no fuck you you just said i don't have money right now it's like when i say i don't have money i right actually now, mean i have I mean, zero dollars in my bank right account now. and my credit card is maxed out <laughs> <laughs> like when people are like oh well i have like 10k in in savings but like my rent is getting really expensive it's like and then some people are like, well, it wouldn't be savings if you touched it. It's like, well, if you're what? getting fired from your job and you're worried you're not going to be able to pay rent, clearly that's a reason why you would need to have savings. It's I like, might get laid off, but I don't want to use the money I was going to use to buy a house. Um. Okay, well, owning a home is a luxury, so it's like, what are Figure you using out. your savings fucking for it that just boil it really boils me when people are like it really turns me on turns me on people like if i kind of liked someone or i thought they were fine and then they say something like that i'm like i literally hate you now and it's never nothing's ever going to change that 
Yeah, I know. It's like, well, like, this is so expensive, but I don't want to touch my savings. It's like, bro, read the fucking room. Literally. How, also, how do you have savings if you live, obviously some places don't have living expenses like we have here. Yeah. But it's like, how do you have savings if you live, for example, in a mid-sized Canadian city and you're making less than, let's say, $25 an hour? You, I don't know. You see here and there. Yeah. Or, you know, especially if you have student loan debt and, you know, various other expenses like bills and blah, blah, blah. Like, I honestly think that, like, it's one thing to, like, pay down debt and things like that. But to be able to have enough money to live, pay down debt, and then actively save money. That's insane. You have to be making quite a bit of money yeah well i saw a thread on the ottawa reddit page the other day from someone extremely frugal but then it's like you don't just live you don't just live to work and save money what do you do you don't have data on your phone you've never you never buy food out ever well i cook like i cook all of our meals here and stuff and it's like people are still like oh you spend a lot of money on groceries it's like First of all, I don't spend nearly as much as I would if we were dying to hate out all the time. Yeah. Second of all, it's like, I don't get to go on vacations. I don't live in a big, beautiful home. It's like, it's like, how dare I afford myself some of the few luxuries that we can have, like me cooking us, like, nice meals with good ingredients. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have bought a cat. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just, like... Like, I don't know, I'm just sitting at home and we're chilling together. Would you rather me sit at home by myself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I don't know. I, should, I shouldn't have bought a cat. It's like, how dare you get, you know, like, middle class ideas like, you, I deserve a cat. <laughs> I deserve to have a three meat pizza for dinner. Literally. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, the one thing I do appreciate about Canada's, like, hate speech laws is that it's very specific about what qualifies as hate speech and what doesn't. Uh, yeah, I think the free, the free speech um, or freedom of expression, somebody got mad at me one time because I was free tweeting speech. about free speech, and they were like, in Canada, it's called freedom of expression. I was like, okay, to be clear, you can say I'm butthole, free to but you can myself. also draw a picture of a butthole and hold it up. Am I clarifying my point here? Um, <laughs> I'm free to express myself by calling it hate speech, so... <laughs> I'm free to express myself by telling you to shut the fuck up and not be a fucking pedant. Um... Yeah, like, I just get so annoyed when people, I hate the culture of, like, money advice, like, budgeting advice or whatever, and it's like, I realize, you know what I mean, I realize looking at your expenses and, you know, trying to, like, if you're buying a lot of fucking clothes or you're what you know you're ubering everywhere something like that it's like okay yeah you can cut down for sure but it's like when i always think about the thing where it was like actually people who work for minimum wage at mcdonald's can get by in a mid-sized city and then they did out the budget and it was like this is offensive yeah it was fucked up first of all and then it's like 
you need to know that you sound like you're telling poor people and, you know, well, you know, most (laughs) young (laughs) people who don't have a lot of money or whatever, you sound like you're you're telling them that they don't deserve anything to have anything. Yeah. They only deserve to pay their rent and eat fucking ramen. That's well, that's what the it thing, sounds is like. It's like. They're like, oh, get a second job. And it's like, okay, well, then I'm going to have to start ordering takeout because when the fuck am I ever going to have time to cook? You know what I mean? What, I'm supposed to spend my one day off meal prepping for the whole week? Like, sorry, it's not going to happen. Absolutely not. It won't. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, now I'm going to look like disheveled at work. Exactly. So I'm never going to get a promotion. Yeah. Because I don't have time to fucking do laundry. Well, I'm never going to be on my be, A game because I'm always tired. I'm going to miss work because I'm depressed and I'm sick and my house is a mess. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and that's the thing is it's like you might think that complaining to a manager about something stupid that someone does is like not going to affect their life but sometimes managers get it out for people and they're like looking for a reason also especially if the managers are stupid yeah and that employee is like not an idiot you know what i mean definitely that's that's like a personal vendetta thing or you don't know if this person has happened to have made some sort of other innocuous mistake before and now things are starting to stack up also if you think that it's not a big deal to complain to somebody's manager about them think to yourself what is your intent when you talk to somebody's manager you're mad and you want something to happen to the person that made you mad exactly so clearly you have the intent of harm yeah whether or not it's firing or discipline if you get disciplined a certain amount of times you're gonna get fired it's the same thing or you're never going to get promoted. You're never going to have, you know, a shot at, like, <laughs> workplace flexibility or, like, you know, advancements towards, like, a more comfortable living. Health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Benefits. There, uh, there's this guy that came into the hostel last week, and he was, like, really weird, and he was, like... He spoke English, but he was like kind of didn't speak English. And I think he'd been traveling for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he was like asking me about the rooms. And he was like, okay, I'm going to come back. And he came back with his girlfriend who was like advocating for him. Mm-hmm. And I gave him the like cheapest room possible without like breaking the rules of like mm-hmm. not giving, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, oh, it's so expensive. Blah, blah, blah. It's so expensive. Why is it so? Why can't you help like do anything? And then his girlfriend was like, babe, she doesn't set the rates of the room. She can't do anything. <laughs> I was like, Queen? Yes. yes. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> she was like, she just works at the front desk. She can't do anything about that. <laughs> like, okay, you're good. We're keeping you I'm around. I'm glad you brought your girlfriend in to advocate for you because you're being psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I get like that, like on the phone with like, you know, when you're, you have to be on the phone with a fucking bank or something and it's stupid and it's frustrating, but it's like... You have to think about the times when somebody gave you some shit about some shit that you couldn't do. Yeah. And then just, like, not unloaded into this frontline worker. Well, I've had that situation before, too, where it's, like, someone is calling and calling and calling, but it's, like, you're already on another call or, like, you're in the Mm -hmm. middle of talking to a person in person, whatever, right? Yeah. When you finally pick up, they're, like, oh, my God, I've tried to call so many times. And it's, like, yeah, we're probably busy 
mm-hmm. if we're not picking up the phone. So yeah. it's really not my fault. It's not a specific beef that I have with, with you because I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I don't hate you. I don't even know who you are. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, do you have a dumb bitch this week? I do. <gasps> Yay. Okay. It's from Twitter. Okay. The best kind of dumb bitch. Where is it? Okay. So I got a message from this random account that wasn't following me and that I don't follow Mm -hmm. that has like 3,000 followers and they messaged me hello please help me oh I got that message message. too yeah so did Mm -hmm. KB Mm -hmm. so I was like I answered because I was like what if this person like actually needs help right Mm -hmm. I was like what (laughs) and they were like I am raising a donation drive for me to continue studying can you help me any amount will do and I said no and they were like please I really want to study and help my parents and I said bitch I don't even have money to continue my studies and they said please even one dollar can help and I said no and then they sent me a sad face and I said you don't even follow me I don't know why you think I have money and they were like I'll follow you please just help me and I said I can't help you stop begging I literally have no money and then they said okay please keep safe Oh my god, bitch, I don't even have money to continue my own I was like, stop begging, it looks sad, sweetie. (laughs) Please help. No. No. (laughs) Do you have a uh, tweet of the week? I do. Ooh. My tweet of the week is from friend of the pod, Kath. Yes. At Love to Sit. And she tweeted, Chop Contestant. I'm not leaving without the $10,000. Me, watching in my bathtub. Um, honey, if they say you're chopped, you gotta go. <laughs> Get out. Okay, that's really you. <laughs> watching chopped in the bathtub? Yeah. It is me. <laughs> okay, I have two tweets. My latest obsession is watching, um... A professional makeup artist react to, like, Instagram influencers doing their makeup. Oh my and god. he's just like... <gasps> <gasps> That's so good. <laughs> I watched an episode of a guy reacting to 90 Day Fiance, but it was like, he turned his mic off five seconds in, because it was just to get around the, like, it's illegal to put this yeah, on yeah. YouTube thing, so it was like him reacting, but it was literally just him watching the show, <laughs> while the show was also playing on the, on the split screen, so that everyone could see the episode. That's so funny. I was like, king. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have two tweets of the week. Okay, I'm ready. The first one is from Heron Walker. Okay, very funny account. Making peace with the fact that locked accounts dunk on me. It's true. It's true. They're out there and they're fucking, <laughs> they're they fucking dunking. hate me. <laughs> <laughs> they're dunking. And I the have... funniest accounts are locked accounts with like 12 followers. Yeah, I know. I know. Remember when Maddie had a lot to count with, like, 59 followers? I know. It was over for everybody. I know. Maddie's in town, by the way. You didn't come hang out tomorrow? I heard. Mike okay. told me. Okay. Then. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really... Um, and what, my friend Justin has a locked account because he's a teacher and he has the funniest tweets and it makes me so mad that I can't retweet him because he's like a fucking twank. Like, he's like... I know. <sighs> you saw my tweet that was I like... Know. I just get absolutely decimated by any of my twain friends they're all so much funnier than me it's the same thing and it makes me so mad my other tweet of the week is from tweet of the week <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been sleeping tweet of the week tweak of the week 
Wheat. <laughs> My tweet of the week is from friend of the pod Hunter. Okay. At Hannah XCX. Mm-hmm. Do I have body dysmorphia or is my head actually fat? <laughs> me when Rob from Dumb and Awful kept telling me I have a huge head and I was like, actually, I have a stony body. <laughs> fat. My head is fat. I don't have a big head, but I have a wide face. <laughs> I don't have a big head. My skull is just big. <laughs> If you take issue with the fact that I have a wide face, you're a racist. You're and racist. I'm canceling you. Okay, that's true. <laughs> it honestly, when I was really underweight, my I did look like a little bobblehead. Yeah, it's very funny. Ugh. <laughs> that's a word. All right. Thank you, everybody. For Thank listening. you. There will be last the episode that we recorded last week will be up before this one and yeah. there's also going to be some lost episode shit on the patreon yes because we got an episode back that disappeared yes it was actually lost <laughs> <laughs> the lost lost episode the real lost episode it's actually lost <laughs> okay all right okay. bye everybody bye